Imagine this. It's an ordinary Tuesday, but something's different today. You inhale deeply as you wait. You see the sun peeking through the curtains perfectly, and you internally whisper, Ah, thank you. You know challenges will arise today, but you also feel grateful because without challenges, you wouldn't know ease. Without hardships, you wouldn't know flow, and without heartbreak, you wouldn't know love. My hope is to have you lean more toward the side of gratefulness, gratitude, and a world that has so much beauty to offer us. But a lot of times, we are so controlled by our minds that we can walk right by it and never even experience it. This is Opaloma, and I'm your host, Casey Zaruba. Welcome. Hi, friends. I want to say good morning because that's where it is right now when I'm recording. But whatever time of day it is, I hope you're having the best freaking day ever. I'm super excited to talk about this conversation this week because I think it's something that stunts a lot of people when I feel like a lot of people have good intention. Their heart is good behind like wanting to see growth, wanting to see business excellence, but they're stunted and they don't really know how to get past it. Like it's like, I want to grow and I'm trying to, but I keep getting hung up on this one thing. And so, and typically that's three categories, emotional processing skills, justification, and disorganization. And so I want to just have a quick conversation about those three things. Limited processing skills. I talk a lot about peace and how to obtain it and sustain it through a busy season, through growth work in your relationship, when you're building a business, especially if you're building a business or scaling a business, rebuilding a business, like whatever that looks like. And when we have limited processing skills, we can want to grow. We can want to stretch. But if we don't know how, then the want isn't actually super helpful and it doesn't actually move the needle forward. It doesn't actually push us forward because want is really good and it's really important in the process, but it's not enough to actually move you forward. There needs to be some action there. And the problem is, is that if you don't have a tool, if you don't know how to move forward, you kind of get stuck. So I want to go through a few ways to help us. So you actually have some tools so you can actually like, okay, this is like an actual thing that I can do. These are like three steps, you know, like I do really well with, okay, one, two, three, what do I do? You know, how do I process this? Obviously I'm not a therapist. I'm just here sharing my experience, my journey as I've been going on it, as I'm still on it, and really just sharing what I learned with you along the way. So I hope these help you. When you're only able to process half of those feelings that you're having, you're probably going to, or you already do full stuck. So say you have like this one trigger that keeps coming up whenever you hop on social media and you're like, ah, crap. I like, I have all these ideas for this business I want to grow, but every time I hop on social media, I see this girl show up and it feels like she's years ahead of me. And it does some, I feel something like I'm having some type of feeling about it, but then I like, I get stunted there. I kind of get paralyzed right there. When that happens, you then start avoiding any situation that makes you feel these feelings because you have quite literally no way to overcome them. Therefore, starting the very slippery slope of playing it safe never taking risk and ultimately never really reaching your full potential in life and in business and in success. Let's talk about it. Okay. How do we start to resolve this? When we feel stunted in our feelings and being able to overcome this, how do we resolve this? 
it's going to look a little bit different for everybody. Anything I ever, ever, ever share, you will always hear me say one, one size does not fit all. And anybody you ever are learning from, being educated by, coaching on, if they tell you there's a one size fits all, that should be a very huge red flag. And also if they say, I have the tools, like I have the very thing that is going to help you grow and you're not going to need anything else versus saying, I have tools, make this unique to you and your situation, make it fit authentically to you and you will grow within yourself. Like you're actually doing the work. That's something you want to keep an eye out for too. Okay. First thing. Get really clear on what happened, the feeling that you're having, the situation that has occurred. What even happened? Why is it bothering you? When did it occur? Who was involved in it? Are those people still in your life? Like what specifically about that situation gave you feelings that you can't overcome? Was it a feeling of abandonment? Was it a feeling of emotional abuse? Was it a feeling of lack? Was it somebody making you feel like you're not worthy of, ach- of achieving great things? Like you didn't go to college, so you're never going to be able to be successful. Like there's something in that situation that stuck with you. Get really clear on what that was. The second thing you need to then do is validate it. So often we put ourselves in a situation, we feel a feeling, and then we're like, oh my God, I'm so stupid for feeling that. Or you just try to like run from it all together. If you're an Enneagram 7, you definitely do this. Because I, you just, you generally, you don't like uncomfortable feelings. You don't like sad things. You don't like hard things. You literally run from them. However, in this situation, well, in all situations, you should never really do that. But this situation specifically, you need to validate it. You need to sit in those feelings, no matter how uncomfortable they are. Any, it, it like in a, in a way that you can validate that is just repeating to yourself, reminding yourself, anyone in this situation probably would have handled it similar to how I did. Because where where that self-sabotage starts to come in is when we're in the middle of validating our feelings. And instead of actually validating our feelings, we convince ourselves that actually everybody else in this situation would have handled it so much more maturely. They would have gotten a hold of their feelings. They wouldn't have been frustrated. They wouldn't have raised their voice at their kids. Wouldn't have been triggered by that. We somehow in our minds convince ourselves that instead of everybody probably handling it very similar to us and we're not an anomaly, we actually convince ourselves of the opposite, that everybody would have handled it better. Make sure you speak this to yourself. Your words have a lot of power behind them. The more that you can remind yourself, like, I'm not on an island here. Like, there's no way I'm the only person that would have been very, very frustrated by this situation. That actually happened with me this morning, getting the kids ready for school. Tyler's out of town again. The last two months have been a lot of travel. And this morning, I I always have, like, such good intentions of having such a great morning. I specifically, I get up at 530 so I can have my coffee in peace and have, like, my time before I get the kids up. And this morning, one of my kids just was pushing my buttons. Lottie was screaming at the top of her lungs all morning, throwing herself on the floor. She's going through like the terrible fours right now. (laughs) Real fun. Um, And of course, I lost my cool, yelled, was super frustrated when I dropped them off at school. And now I'm like having extreme mom guilt because there's nothing, truly nothing I hate more than starting somebody's day off bad. Like it's really important for me not to do that, not to have the kids go to school with a hard morning. And this morning I just kind of, 
I didn't handle it great and I just feel really shitty about it. And I can just validate that. Like, yeah, I didn't handle this morning great. It doesn't mean that I'm a horrible mom. It means that I'm human and I can only just take so much screaming and whining and throwing on the floor. And you know what? We'll make it up this afternoon and we'll just keep rolling with it. Like, I just can't throw myself a pity party all day. I know for a fact a lot of moms have these type of mornings. We're just rolling with it. It's not the end of the world, right? The last thing that you want to do to help resolve this is determine a course correction. For example, this morning, I had a really hard morning. Okay, what could we do different next time? I could I could try to talk a little bit calmer, right? I could maybe preface things. Hey guys, we all see dad's not here. It's just me. Please just let's just have an easy morning, right? Like don't push my buttons this morning. Instead of getting mad at Lottie, I could have simply taken her to her room and shut the door. Like You can have those feelings. If you feel like you need to throw a fit right now, go for it, but we don't have to listen to it. There are things that I could have handled differently. There are different course corrections. If you have no other idea of how you could have handled it, it's going to be really hard to handle it differently next time because you've not thought through the process of like, okay, that's great. This morning wasn't the best. How can I change it? When I got on social media, I was super triggered by this girl that's killing it in business. How can I change that? Mute her. Mute her profile until you're in a healthier place to see it, until it can encourage you instead of discourage you. Simply mute it. You don't need to unfollow her. It doesn't need to be a big fiasco. Go to settings, mute her stories, mute her profile, do whatever you got to do. I've done that so many times. Okay, let's move on. Justification. Okay, I talk a lot about intention and intention is really, really important. Like your intention behind doing something is really important because it's what drives it. However, ultimately, your life is measured by outcome. It's by data. Like what's facts? What actually happened? Not your intention behind them. However, your intention behind them is what moves you to that outcome. So keep that in mind as we're rolling through this justification section. Because there comes a time where I wanted to stay up late and put a few extra hours in to get ahead because I know tomorrow's busy actually doesn't matter. What does matter is whether or not you did stay up late. For example, when Tyler's home, which is I mean, pretty much every night, it's very hard for me to stay up late. He always complains about my lamp being on. We just want to watch Netflix and chill, like actually just chill, (laughs) not the other kind of chill. I mean, sometimes, but anyways, but yesterday I have like some launches coming up and I had some things I need to get set So I really needed to work last night and it kind of worked out because Tyler had to drive like to a training. And so he actually left last night. So I would have loved to just chill, but I had a business call. I had an education call. I had to hop on at seven. So while the education call was going and I was able to be present with my team, I was able to listen. I was not teaching it. I was also able to finish up a launch that's happening. And I was also able to finish up graphics for my team. Like I was able to stay up late. I didn't get to bed till late last night. I think I ended up going to bed probably close to like 1030 or 11 or something like that. And then my alarm went off at 530. The girls came in my room at 530. Like, yes, not ideal. However, you guys, we're going to have to push ourselves when we're wanting to grow something, right? Like We don't get to grow something magnificent that's going to bring additional income to our family, that's going to level us up in business and success, and also never do anything we don't want to do. You know, this hustle culture conversation has like gotten a bit out of control in my mind. I feel like people equate hustle culture to like 
never doing anything we want to do. Like, oh, you don't want to do anything but have kumbaya moments all day? Go for it. Do not participate in hustle culture. You don't ever want to sacrifice anything. Go for it. Do not participate in hustle culture. The reality is hustle culture is only a thing when we don't have boundaries. I mean, that is literally it. We have convinced ourselves that hustle culture is actually just working hard for something. And I'm just not really getting behind that choo-choo train. I will always teach really hard work ethic into my children. I have a great work ethic. My husband has a great work ethic. Hard work is like something to be proud of. Having a hustle culture, in my opinion, is hard work with zero boundaries. It's taking no rest time. It's not having boundaries for your family, no phone boundaries, no screen time boundaries, no boundaries of when we turn it off and we're fully present. That is different. But the conversation, in my opinion, has very much led to hustle culture is just hard work. (laughs) And let's not participate in that. Like, don't, like the people that are actually trying to build something on social media, So just make sure you don't get too wrapped up in the hustle culture and make that just another excuse for yourself, right? So when you're in a funk, you will start using your intention as the measurable outcome to offer yourself some like momentary approval, but it's a really bad habit to get in. And also be sure that you recognize if you're using excuses to navigate you away from things that are generally uncomfortable, like okay, I really want to start this business, but it's uncomfortable. So let me find an excuse that gives myself some satisfaction. Let me, I was in a funk today. I had good intentions of working, but now let me give myself 14 excuses of why today I just had too much on my plate. Like be really mindful of of you doing that because that is what is holding you back from having a super fulfilled life at home, internally, like I am all about internal peace. That is my main purpose here is creating more peace in your life, in your business. Because the thing is, is like your business is not going to flourish if your life and your heart and your soul and your mind is chaotic AF. Like you need to be able to calm your mind, calm your heart and have a peaceful environment in order for your creativity and your business side and your success to like Kick, kick it out of the ballpark, like hit it out of the ballpark, right? Like that's the analogy, hit it out of the ballpark, yeah. The way that we fix this is we stop focusing on how many days you wanted to work out and get really honest with yourself about how many you did and focus on that, like use that as the measuring tool. What we're doing right now that is hurting us and we don't even realize that we're doing it, our measuring tool is what we didn't get done this week. Our measuring tool is what we didn't get done today. And I get in a really bad habit of this too, so just know that like I'm not immune to doing any of this again you're on the journey with me. It's not like I'm light years ahead of you. I'm just teaching you the things that I'm teaching myself as well. And so when you, at the end of your day, if someone's like, Hey, how was your day? It's good, but I didn't get this done, this done, this done. Okay. Let's stop doing that. And let's start saying it's good. I got a podcast recorded. I got this launch done. I showed up on social media. I made a reel. I linked some stuff. I did some affiliate linking. And then I did homework with my kids and I chilled. I hopped on a business call at 7 p.m. I worked a little bit late and we called it a night. Like it was honestly a pretty productive day. I'm not going to measure my day by the crap that I didn't get done. And you got to stop doing that too, okay? The choice to stop living by excuses and content is only yours. This podcast, any self-help book or social media post will physically not move your ass. (laughs) It might, it might give you the intention to move and it might 
help you be inspired to move, but it physically won't get you working. You can only do that. We can only help show your full potential and give you some tools to help you get there. But ultimately you getting there is putting one foot in front of the other and like getting up and putting the work in. There is not a magic pill. I'm telling you, there is no quick fix. There is no short route. There is no magic pill. That is on you. Hopefully you're surrounding yourself with people, podcast books, people that you follow, a community that feels really inspiring to you and isn't doing the latter and helping you honestly build up your excuses even more. When you start measuring your day by how many positive things that happen, what you're going to find is you're going to quickly start turning that into more, into more, into more. Because the thing is, is where your focus goes, and this is true in all areas of life, in your marriage, in your motherhood, big one I've got to continue to work on, your marriage, motherhood, in your business, in your success, where your focus goes, your energy flowing right behind it. Okay. I suck. I didn't grow today. I didn't get this done. I see, you know, Jessica online and she's just freaking murdering it, like killing it. Somehow she feels so put together and so organized. I just don't feel like I have that because I'm in a, a crazier season of life. My kids are younger than her. My husband isn't here every day. One, there goes those excuses. Two, you're now measuring by intention, not outcome. Three, you're telling yourself what's coming for you. Everything that you're pouring into, you're saying, hey, energy flow to this, energy flow to this, and grow this, confirm this. Stop doing that. Okay, last one is, and this is a tough one, not being organized. This has been me for a long, really long time. I am not an analytical girl. I'm not a data girl. I'm not a spreadsheet girl. Ask me how to do something on Google, and I'm immediately like, oh, crap, I don't know, like <laughs> all these Google Forms and Google Drives and Google questionnaires, I don't really want to do them. Foster's actually learning about Google slideshows right now, and he's been creating all of these Google slides. And every time he shows me a new one that he created in second grade, I'm like, I mean, you're so smart. <laughs> I like, I, I, please don't ask me to create a Google slide form. However, I also take responsibility for it. And it's time that you do the same thing because disorganization will always, always lead to frustration and lack of productivity because you have a no system. You are so focused on trying to organize things. You're so focused on the chaotic mess, on the chaos, on the disorganization, on the systems that are not in place, having one thing over here and having like something in your notes and something in your planner and something on the calendar, but nothing's actually synced up that you have left yourself no time to actually be productive, to actually get creative to actually put pen to paper and start the system and stop thinking about the system, right? Like you've given yourself no time to think about the launch, to start the business. You're, you, you can't even focus on it because your life is a mess. Get it together, girl. And again, same thing, your intention behind why it's a mess, your intention behind why you're not organized or that you wanted to be organized, but you just weren't able to be at some point does not matter. What matters is, did you fix it? Did you get organized? Did you find a singular way to organize? Did you get a system? You've been wanting to set up that email system forever. Did you finally sign up for the platform and just start your first email? Start something. Like the intention will only go so far without action to it. It's it's really just kind of becoming a second excuse if there's no action behind it. And the truth is, and this is going to sound a little painful to hear, and it's going to probably feel like, ooh, 
Casey, that didn't feel good to hear. But it's the truth. The truth is that you will absolutely have less opportunity to grow in business, to be successful, to be at peace at home, to have a healthy marriage and a healthy motherhood. If you have no systems, no organization, you will be wasting so much time on that instead of actually sharing and building and creating content. Your business, your business and growth heavily relies on a system of some sort. Even your marriage. Have you ever had where like, we have no meal plan. So every single night you're scrambling every single night. You're feeling a bit frustrated because you're like, I have no plan for dinner and things just don't flow. But if it's Wednesday and you're like, okay, I made a menu plan, then it's Wednesday and you just pull it out and you start cooking and you don't, you don't have to give the energy to the lack of of preparation, right? Like you give the energy to your kids, you give the energy to your spouse and And that is just a fact. I mean, that's not even, I mean, that is just, that's not really even an opinion. I mean, I have lived this so many times when I'm organized at the end of the day, I am such a happier person because I'm literally just marking stuff off my to-do list and seeing it get done. And at the end of the day, I can actually measure my productivity because I can see what's being done. I'm not having to measure by my intention only. So if you find that the, you know, you have these blocks but you're not really, you're not really un- overcoming them, even though you really want to overcome them. Fall back to this episode. Really look through those emotion, emotion and processing skills. The getting clear on what happened, the validating your feelings, determine the course of correction, get clear on justification, what it means, how you're doing it, recognizing when you're doing it, and then get really freaking organized. I'm telling you, if you're searching for peace, and we all are, even if you know it. If you're searching for bigger success, a healthier relationship, a happier, more fulfilled you, focus on these three things. You will see a massive, massive shift in your happiness and your life and your flow and your heart and your mind. And it's going to be incredible, friends. Merchandise is out. Springline has launched. Check out www.thezarubas.com to grab that. Keep an eye out on opaloma.underscore. Opaloma underscore. I actually just recently paid. It was oo.paloma. I just recently changed the Instagram handle to opaloma underscore. So check out opaloma. Make sure you're following along. I'm about to start my email list and there's going to be an amazing freebie with it. I'm going to be giving offerings and it's basically like a weekly dose of encouragement, resources, things that I'm loving, roundups. It's going to be amazing. So make sure you keep an eye out. That's going to be up in the next couple of days. Sign up for it, get a freebie, get happiness in your email. You're going to love it. I hope you guys have the most blessed week. I hope your heart and your mind feel at peace. I hope you just fucking kill it this week, honestly. Bye, friend. Close your eyes. Well, unless you're driving, and then maybe let's not. One inhale, one exhale. You're doing it, my friend. You're changing hard things into new things. And little by little, you're taking control over your emotions and your future. And I am so damn proud of you for that. You should be too. I feel honored to do the work alongside you. If you want to follow along my sweet, not so little family, you can find me on Instagram at Zaruba Life and at oo.paloma. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time.